We are up to our elbows in Nazis. This week on Shonen and Suds as we talk about the first five episodes of the much better Helsing Ultimate. Cody! Cody, 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 Cody. How the hell are you, man? Chris, I'm doing great. Uh, very excited to be here to talk about this Helsing Ultimate oh this week. Oh my god, dude. Yes. What a, what a breath of fresh air. Oh man, I I didn't, I, I can't believe I've waited this long to watch this. Uh, you know, this is a complete departure from what we watched last week. Yeah, absolutely. It's so much better. God, it's just so much better. Like, Yeah, I, we went, I we can't from, say like, enough good. We went from bottom of the barrel to like top 10 anime I've probably ever seen. A, a definite six to midnight situation here. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was at least half chub while watching the whole show. <laughs> or the first, you know, the first five episodes. But of course, you know, we'll we'll dive into all that, Cody. And of course, like I said at the top of this thing, welcome to the next episode of Shonen and Suds. I'm your host, Chris Adams, and I'm Cody Snodgrass. And Cody, we're on episode what thirty one? Yep, thirty one. Yep. Thirty. And what a what a great uh, episode! What a great episode! Well, great way to start out our thirties by talking about Helsing Ultimate Man. Like, um, I can't say enough good. Like all my gripes were so minor, and nothing derailed from the experience of watching this show. What say you to that? Yeah, the only gripes I really have—it's just like nitpicky, like little small things that, like, I'm yeah, prob- like the comedy I'm, moments. Yeah, I'm, prob- I'm probably just making something out of nothing just to have like a con uh, to mm-hmm. all the pros that come with this show. Huh. Yeah, my cons were so nitpicky. I'm just like, well, I didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, just like a fuck, just trying to be just a fucking brat. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> but, no, nah, man, overall, this was absolutely great. Um, and it's so funny because, we, you know, I talked about how, you know, how fond I was of Helsing. And I, I definitely realized after watching the, the the original Helsing how I think I remembered it fondly more through, you know, rose-colored lenses. Whereas this, this was, a, again, you said it best, a breath of fresh air. And I... Highly, or I mean, obviously, if you're listening to this, then you've watched the first five episodes along with us. If you didn't, why the hell are you here? <laughs> That's right. Pause but, the podcast now and go check it out, yeah, please. Absolutely, absolutely. And Cody, I don't know about you, but I am ready to dive in. But you know, you know, we can't start talking Hellsing Ultimate without some suds to go along with it. So, Cody, what you drinking? Well, Chris, as promised, I, I, I gathered up my five quarters, I rolled down to the grocery store, <laughs> and I picked up a watermelon smash natty oh. rush. Mm-mm-mm. 25 fluid ounces, 8% alcohol, and uh, you know what, Chris, I, I've never had this flavor, so give me just one moment, I'm going to dive into this. Oh, go ahead. Oh, man. That's <clears throat> <laughs> hot, isn't it? It's hot. Why is it hot? It tastes like I don't know. It tastes like like the, like the oldest Jolly Rancher and like an elementary teacher's desk. Like, like it's, it's like so you bad. took a warm piece of watermelon, dipped it in some paint thinner, and then just let it hang like just let it hang to drip dry for an hour. I'll bet that's what it tastes like. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it has like a hint of four loco almost. Mm-hmm. Uh no, it's it's loco, it's, all right. I mean, 
you know, it's really not that bad. It's actually probably pretty dangerous. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is something, Chris. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, I'll have to see how I'm feeling after this. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> but, these are dangerous. And uh, now, unfortunately, Cody, I was not able to join you in the watermelon rush, but I, you know, I hung a left at the trailer park, asked the crackhead for directions to the next corner store. I was able to pick up Hurricane Rush. Hurricane. The red flavor, which the can is fitting. You know, we're talking Helsing, Alucard. The color scheme matches up. And we've got 25 sweet, savage ounces of Hurricane, which is, a, 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 I, I haven't had this one yet. It smells like shit, first of all. <laughs> Um, I, I'm not even going to fake the funk on this one. I would imagine it's some kind of like fruit punch. Mm-hmm. Like really, well, it's a... like a really mediocre, like expired fruit punch. <laughs> it ain't great, Cody. It ain't great. I'm gonna be honest. I think the watermelon smash might be the best of the three flavors of Natty Rush. I don't think there's any more. I think it's just the blue. The fruit punch yeah, and, the, and the watermelon. The, the blue, the pink, and the red. With your powers combined, <laughs> we are we are Captain Poverty. <laughs> oh man, Chris, these oh, are oh man, <clears throat> these are something. Five five quarters in a toothless blowjob later, I got my can of Hurricane Punch. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to finish this thing. I, I'm pretty sure I already have a stomach ache from this. Oh, yo, oh, oh, Cody. I had the sugar shit so bad the next day. You're, yeah. it, you're Be on the lookout for that. You're going to have a great time. Looking forward to that, Chris. And, uh, you know, let's. I, I'm ready to just dive right into this Helsing Ultimate. Okay. Absolutely. So, uh, we'll go ahead. Before we uh, dive in, you know, we kind of gave a, a little tale of the tape about Helsing last week. But uh, the, the difference here with, uh, with Helsing versus Helsing Ultimate. Oh, that's hot. <coughs> oh. <laughs> Is uh, uh Helsing uh, exactly I Helsing thought, Ultimate? Thought I was the only one struggling over here. Oh boy, it's it ain't great. Why why do we do this to ourselves? But uh, Helsing Ultimate follows the manga storyline a lot closer, and the first episode was released in Japan February tenth, two thousand six, and the all ten episodes they took them six years, apparently, to get all ten episodes out. Um, because as of the end of twenty twelve. I mean, hell, maybe even closer to seven because we're we're we, we're we're it's a photo finish for the year 2012 for this uh this show to come out the day after Christmas uh February uh, sorry December 26 2012 is when all ten episodes were released um they're only available from what I understand in subtitles there's no English dub of this yet oh no there is Chris there is yes because I only watched it I watched it in subtitles yeah on Hulu it's only subtitled um but okay. on Funimation there is dub. Is there? Okay, did you watch dub or did you watch subtitle? Uh, I watched the first episode subbed, and then I saw it was on Funimation. I swapped oh. over quickly, and then I, uh, I actually rewatched the first episode. Oh, well, wonderful. So I've seen it. Is it the same voice actors uh, from? Because, I, again, I, I watched subtitled, so I don't I'm, know if the I'm English not, voice actors are the same. I'm not sure if they're the same. Um, Alucard mm-hmm. sounds the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexander sounds pretty close, and so does Integra. Nice. I think okay. Saris is different, and a few others are different, but they're really if they're okay. new, if they're new, they did better than before. I God. mean, everything about it is just fantastic. Uh, awesome, but yeah, 
Yeah. Awesome, it, awesome. It is available subbed, or I'm sorry, dubbed, um, but okay. the dub didn't actually finish coming out until October 28th of 2014, so. Jeez, okay, so there were a couple years after that then. Yep. <clears throat> gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, you know, it was definitely worth the time that was spent uh, doing this, and of course, each episode's right around like 45 minutes long, um, but it was a quick 45 minutes each time. Like, I just... I just I was just ready for the next one, like I had to stop myself from going further. Yeah, I couldn't believe how much content they managed to like cram in to like each episode, and I don't mean that like when I say cram, I don't mean it like in a bad way. It was just it was just yeah. like nonstop action or like entertainment, like mm-hmm. just fantastic. Yeah, and with that being said, Cody, let's just dive right into the first episode. And what I like about this first episode is it pretty much combines the. The stories that were told in the first three episodes of the previous Helsing just kind of all into one episode. And it's like we're almost montaging it, essentially. Right. Because, um, you know, the episode opens up with a nice with you know some backstory. Thank God. Yeah, we get like the first couple episodes of the series and we get like that backstory episode when Integra, yeah. Integra was having like the surgery. Mm-hmm. We get all of that and it's like it's more fleshed out. Like we see more of it. We see like. We find out that Alucard was like this weapon of the Helsing family, like Yeah, and it's like like her her uncle, like she's like up in like the air ducts and like her uncle is like, Where are you? I, this is my family. Like I'm going pretty much saying I am going to kill you when I find you. Yeah. So we like get... it's just like Jesus Christ. Like it just it drops you right into just a just a, a real not chill environment. Yeah, and we see some like scenes of Integra and her father where basically mm-hmm. her father said like you know, if anything was to ever happen, he's like, basically go, get to the bottom of the mansion, like down in like the depths of like this giant mm-hmm. estate that they own. Um, where we keep the hurricane punch. That's that's, right. that's where you'll find Alucard. That's right. And uh, so she she basically heeds that advice and uh, she's running away from her uncle, her uncle, like you said, through these air ducts. Mm-hmm. And uh, she gets down there. And of course, there's our boy Alucard all chained up and. I want to say, doesn't she give him like a a drink of her blood, and that like gets him going? Or am I am I am I misspeaking here? I'm trying. No, to... I I think what happens here it's it's like the uncle goes to shoot, or she shoots somebody, and like there's blood on the floor, and that's what wakes him up. That's what it is. Okay, I I was trying to remember like what causes him to like, but he instantly yeah, knows who she is. Because I can't remember, but I think she shot one of the goons, or or somebody shot at her. I, I just legitimately don't remember off the top of my head. All right, this is like the first opening five minutes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and then of course Alucard breaks himself free out of his chains and uh, makes quick work out of these guys. Uh, oh, absolutely. Oh, okay, this is what it is. They shoot her in the shoulder. Okay. Okay, yeah, I knew somebody got shot. I could not remember for the life of me, but um, but yeah. Then from there, um, we kind of go right into because um, pretty much we're we're kind of in the, where we were in the first episode of the other series. We're going to old Cheddar Village. Yeah, good old Cheddar Town. And, old Cheddar Bob's. Uh, yep, back in uh, present day England, uh, Alucard is called the Duty. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. the same way he was. Duty. Yeah, cool. See what I did there. <laughs> Uh, basically, like you said, it's pretty much the same scene, mm-hmm. uh, but just better. Yeah, and it's a it's a little bit more, it's a little bit harsher, right? Because um, 
there's not a whole lot of exposition. It's just like Sarah's Victoria, her whole fucking like squad is wiped out. She's running for her life from this uh from this priest. Um, they don't even give the guy a name. It's it's just like he's just the priest in Cheddar uh, that's caused all this problems, all these problems. And he catches up with her, and he's like, "I'm going to kill you and rape, or I'm going to rape you and turn you into you know." And it's just like Jesus Christ, man. This guy is just all like he's just a bad, bad, bad man. Yeah, as if um, we couldn't make this evil priest more evil from the first like yeah. interpretation of this. Like he is like very sinister here. Um, but yeah, and of course, she he also has like her whole fleet turned into ghouls. Um, mm-hmm. We also get to find out, and I, I, it doesn't say this in like this description that I'm that I'm reading in my notes or anything, but like. They actually really like go into detail on like what ghouls are and like how they're made and like how vampires. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. How like if you're not a virgin, you yeah. become a ghoul, and if you're a virgin, you can become a vampire basically. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, like that's like more like the last series didn't tell us like what the difference between nothing. a ghoul, nothing. Like we got none of that. They also gave us like a lot of little backstory just on like the Helsing mm-hmm. family and like. For hundreds of years, and, they've been like these vampire <clears throat> monster hunters, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like 15 minutes in at this point. Yeah, and we're just getting jam-packed with more backstory, all the exposition we'd ever need, like, mm-hmm. while telling a, a good story. And, I mean, it's just fantastic. So, mm-hmm. I, obviously, of course, Alucard appears, um, takes out the vampire priest, takes out all of his goons and his ghouls and all that stuff. Um, yep, and gives Victoria the same choice. It's like... You know, you do you want to live or do you do you want to die? And you know, in the shoot, I mean, shoots her right smack in the chest too. A lot, a lot of boob grabbing in this first episode too. Yeah, this guy's a this fucking priest man. He is just a creep. Yeah, you yeah. know how it goes with anime and religious people. Uh, of course, Chris. Um, but yeah, so of course, Alucard turns her into his vampire servant, basically, mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of get a little bit more of like a. I guess you could call it a montage of, like, mm-hmm. just her pretty much immediately just becoming a soldier under this Helsing army. Basically. Yeah. She just kind of, like, wakes up in, you know, in a uh, in a bed, and Alucard's there, and she's, yeah, she's like, welcome aboard. They give her the uniform, and, you know, you're in. Yep. We get introduced to Walter, and <clears throat> yep. Saris gets to meet Integra, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um... And then we're off to the races, man. Yeah, they're pretty much instantly into that same mission they were on before to go after Leaf and Jessica, which were the, yeah. two, the two vampire teenagers that were killing people and writing stuff all over the walls with their blood. And uh, yep. and they don't spend a lot of time on this. It's just like, there they are. Alec, like the house they're in, Alucard just like bursts in the door and just fucking, they just have a firefight right off the bat. And like, it's like, oh, they're like, they're dead within like the next five minutes. Yeah, we see like Alucard like take out the take out the dude, and then she ends up shooting the chick Jessica. And mm-hmm. like you said, we're just moving at like a mile a minute here. Yeah, which um, is good because like we didn't need to spend a full episode on Leaf and Jessica in the last series. Absolutely, yeah. They 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 get about three minutes of screen time maybe in this one. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing I, I do want to touch on a little bit more is like I like how there's more Alucard in this series. Yes, um, like it seems because. Really, in the last series, he's there for the last five minutes of most episodes, and then you don't really get to see him much. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, Sarah's got herself in trouble. Three minutes left in the episode. Here comes Alucard, saves the day. Yep. 
All right, moving on. Um, yeah, Alucard is just like there from from jump. Yeah, and they pretty much go from this mission directly into the next mission, which is basically the mission where they were just after some other, you know, just typical little vampire goon. Um, and we get, we get to run into old boy Alexander Anderson, Chris. Yeah, man, like he kind of pops up really, really similar to how he did last time. Yes. Um, they just spend a lot less time on the bullshit before we get to him, and like more time on the fight between him and Alucard, which is yeah. Oh man, I'm all like, for. Dude, he he is a lot more intense in this version. Mm-hmm. Like, because we get the whole thing where they find out he's a regenerator, obviously, but like they make it seem like what I really like in this one. Like, we knew in the last Hellsing that like like we knew Alexander Anderson was a powerful character. Like, we knew he was a very strong hunter or whatever you want to call him. In this, Alucard makes it seem like holy shit, this guy's going to be a major problem, even for me. Like, that's the vibe I got right off the bat. Like, that this guy's, not only is he good, he's fucking dangerous. Like, probably the most dangerous thing I've ever come across. Like, because that, and, and, and you see that in his, in, in, like, Alexander Anderson. Like, again, he's so much more intense, and he does not give a fuck. Like, when, in the original series, when it was time for him to leave, they were like, oh, the Vatican's calling you back. And here he's like, no, I'm not leaving. You're still alive. You're still alive. I'm going to fucking kill you before I leave. Yeah. So, he, like. He even, like, fights with Integra when she shows up. Like, he is yeah. not, he is not messing around. Of course, he, like, stabs, like, a ton of his little blades into uh, Sarah's. Oh, yeah, all his little bayonets just. Oh, yeah, not just the one in the neck like in the other one. He fucking slices her Oh, no, her she's up. lit up, yeah. And then mm-hmm. obviously he like beheads Alucard and like, yeah, dude. And like, what was so cool was like, even like he had a moment where like he like because even Integra is like, you know, you beheaded him. Oh, you think you've killed him? And like, he's and uh, the only reason he leaves is because after all of that, he's like, I'm not ready for you yet, but I fucking will be. And then he that's why that's how he leaves. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I can't, I, in my current state, I don't think I can beat you. But it wasn't because he was called back on business. He was like, eh, you know, I've got something for your ass. I'll be back, kind of thing. Yeah, he kind of knew his limits. And he was like, you know what? I'm not ready for this one. Um, but yep. next time I will be. Yep. <clears throat> loved it. Fucking loved it. Yeah, and I mean, this, it really feels like a full motion picture. You get like the whole yeah. universal intro. I'm like, holy mm-hmm. cow. Like, where's my, where's my Helsing Ultimate ride? At, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> at Universal Studios. Right. That's right. I want it. I want it. And, uh, like, I mean, that's kind of episode one in a nutshell. Like, that's really it. Yeah. It's, I mean, obviously, it's a lot. Um, so much better than the entire oh, series man. that came before. Dude. Uh, it definitely sets the pace. Because episode two, we dive right the fuck in because we were greeted right at the beginning of episode two with some really killer backstory. Again, Alucard, um, you know, seeing being defeated by like the Van Helsing, you know, Abraham Van Helsing. Um, just a real quick, you know, kind of flashback type scene. Um, yeah. I guess it's more of a dream, really, but it's uh, still like a gives us a little bit more context into Alucard. Yeah, it's definitely like a cool little dream sequence. Um, mm hmm. And then, of course, we're, we're moving right along through. This is like, at least as far as I can tell, like the last part we see from the original series up 
through these first five episodes. But it's kind of Integra's having that same roundtable conference um, with like the other group of I don't even know who these people are really. Um, just another group of like important individuals, um, and we get to see the return of the the same two characters, Jan and Luke Valentine, who are the two brothers who attacked. Helsing headquarters in the previous series, dude. Dude, they like just roll up on like in like a fucking bus, like they're tourists. And I, I thought this was really, really cool. How uh, they just roll up like tourists, and they're just, oh, oh, and the guy's like, "This is private property. You can't be here." And they're just like, "Oh," and then just out of the side of the bus, just nothing but guns, and they just just Swiss cheese these guards. Yeah, and, and I mean, this is just like I, I don't even know how to even describe it. Like they just take over the Helsing compound, Chris. Like. They unload these buses full, full of their ghouls, of course, and they got the whole like they got all the military armor and the and the riot shields and all that stuff like they used to, or they, like mm-hmm. they had in the previous show. And I mean, they are on a mission and they are taking over. Um, and they storm they storm through the doors and I mean they're just killing everybody, turning everybody into their, making their army bigger and bigger. Um, and it's basically just it, it's it's a lot like. Uh, I should say it's a lot like the the previous iteration of it, but we get to see. Yeah, it's this, very similar. Yeah, but we get to see like just a lot more. Like uh, the Walter scenes are way cooler. Like when he's fighting, I don't know. I I just enjoy it so much more. Dude, well, yeah, that's that's the other thing too, right? So, I mean, they're going through, and you actually get to see. Um, uh, I uh, I Luke is the one with the long hair, right? Luke Valentine, the one, the one, the the one in the one in the white suit. Um, I believe. I I like how. I believe that is Luke. Yeah. Okay. I like how you get to see him, like you get to see him fight. I like that scene in the hallway where the guy tries to stab him, and he just kind of he can like shift and phase around, and he's got the knife, and he's doing some really cool things. Like that was a really brutal scene, and then he heads down to Alucard, and this is this was. Uh, and we'll get back to the other brother and what's going on up there in a second. What I really liked here was how we. This is the beginning where we see that, like, pretty much every minor villain, like, they come in like full head of steam, and this will be a recurring thing. And they think they can take Alucard until Alucard like fucking squares up, because oh, yeah. they actually have a really cool fight. Um, in this episode, like he's like blasting Alucard, like Alucard, or he's like stabbing Alucard, cutting him, and like Alucard can't shoot him because he's phasing in and out. But he finally, like you know, like he did um in the previous day, he turn, turns into like kind of like the Hellhound kind of thing, mm-hmm. and just and at this point, like this guy, he's just so fucking scared, and he he was he was he was hot shit a minute ago, but then when like Alucard like really squares up, like this guy just turns into just a big old. Pussy. <laughs> yeah, Luke definitely realizes that he is in over his head. Um, and it'll be a, a reoccurring theme that we notice with a lot of these sort of minor villains that try to step up to Alucard because mm-hmm. for the most part, he's just toying with them. Um, and so he makes quick work of Luke. And while that's going on, of course, we've got Saris and Walter and they're they're fighting off against like the army of undead, basically. Uh, we get to see basically a, a little, a brief little scene of like Walter's backstory where he's basically known as the angel of death. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's still got the strings that he had, um, but he's just even more brutal in this one. Um, and of course, 
Jan, he he still manages to storm into the, like the like the board meeting or whatever whatever you would call it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, oh, dude, Walter fucking just mercs everybody. I loved it. I fucking loved it. And I, even Victoria with her new gun, her uh, I forget what they call it, the Hell Cannon. Yeah, whatever the gigantic she, gun she has is called. She's like down. She's like down the hall, like snipered up and just. It was such. This whole episode was so fucking good, dude. Yeah, so she's definitely getting used to her her new role as a, like being like a, a vampire soldier, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, like you said, he st- he he gets into the uh, the roundtable room, and everybody's just suns out, guns out when he gets in there, and they they blast him away. Um, and the other Valentine brothers pretty much dead at this point, and Walter is just. Trying to get like some info out of him, he he um he pretty much dies, or he he kills himself and mentions the name Millennium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, and uh, they know bit... this name. Integra and Walter know this name. Yeah, and she basically hints to Walter that like surviving Nazi officials could be like responsible for this attack. Uh, like he's Nazis. Said, she... Yeah, Nazis, Chris. Nazis, the best villains, dude. The worst okay. villains, I should say. <laughs> Well, like, that's the thing, right? Like, here's the thing. Nobody likes Nazis. Right. But if, you, if you're looking for, like, a movie or a TV show, and you need just, like, the ultimate heel, just the ultimate, like, I need somebody to fucking hate and fucking to blame everybody. And I need, I need, I, oh, you, you, oh, like, you just get heated just talking about it. Like, Nazis is the way to go. And also, too, right? Like I'm a sucker. I am. I just have such a fascination with, like, I don't know. I don't want to say I have a fascination with Nazis. I have a fascination with World War II, and like how Nazis were like really big into like the occult and things like that. So like, it's always so great when you're talking about like vampires and monsters and demons. It's like, who's the best bad guy to have? Fucking Nazis. It just, it's so clean. It's just so clean, and you love to hate them, and you love it when they all get killed. It's right. so wonderful. <laughs> I like the way you put that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that pretty much brings us to the end of episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, and from now... Oh, oh go ahead. No, go, no, please. Go. I was going to say, uh, we were kind of at that same crossroads where we were at in the last series where pretty much the Helsing organization is wiped out because they... I, I can't remember if it starts at the next episode or at this episode. They, they, have, they mention where it's like, there was only like four people that weren't here. They're all dead. Yeah, literally everybody's dead except for Saris, Alucard, Walter, and Integra. Yeah, and um, I think they I think they said like one or two people were on uh Yeah, there's like, another, like another team that was on another mission. Yeah. Um, but like you basically got like ten or twelve people left of this entire organization. So obviously they gotta recruit a, a new group of soldiers and uh so Walter ends up recruiting this mercenary group as known as the Wild Geese. Uh, we get kind of a, a little small introduction of these guys. We see them like yeah, they're on like a mission. Looks like they're out like in the in the um like in the Middle East somewhere. Mm-hmm. I guess they're in I guess they're in uh like Brazil, I suppose. Yeah, and so we get to see a little bit about them. Um, and then of course we also get to see uh, Enrico Maxwell, who's like he's the leader of Iscariot. Uh, mm-hmm. And obviously, he's like the one that's over 
he's not like uh alexander's master but he's basically like his boss essentially yeah he's pretty much the he is um pretty much the the integra of the iscariot organization yeah we actually get to see a little bit more of like the iscariot organization like their main building and like Mm -hmm. throughout the series we get to see like little flashes and little snippets of like just more of their backstory and how they have this rivalry with the Helsing organization. Um, yeah. And basically, and we get to see like some more dudes. And um, basically talking with him uh, basically confirms that this is the Nazis. This is the same millennium that, that Iscariot had feared basically. Um, mm-hmm. Which and, is wonderful. <clears throat> yeah. And so Iscariot actually deploys Alucard, Saris, and our new boy Pip, and, uh, yeah, it's the, he's the uh, pretty much the leader of this um, of the of the um, the wild the geese. wild geese. Yeah, we got, I, I love his little wild bill hat. Yeah, we, we kind of see like he's basically the one where like in the previous show when Ceres was like, "Hey, there's something wrong with your gun," and she like bent the gun. Um, yeah, Pip, Pip was kind of the one that kind of called her out and was like, "So wait, we hear there's a vampire here and all this stuff, and like you're the vampire and like." He kind of like you kind of see like he calls her out and she basically like whips the shit out of him with like just by flicking him I think and uh, so he's basically like our our newest character because um, we like, yeah and I also realized when I said Brazil earlier this is actually where they end up going in the episode yeah they get sent down to Rio de Janeiro um, basically to find out whereabouts of this Millennium organization um, and pretty much immediately they get attacked. Like, they get into their hotel, they get all situated, and then mm-hmm. this group of, like, Brazilian military police basically just attacks Alucard and Saris, and, um... Yeah, this part actually kind of confused me, because I guess I didn't really know what was happening. It's like, they're at a hotel, like, I, I thought, like, they're there, I guess they're there looking for information on Millennium, but, like, all of a sudden, they're they're in a hotel, they're being attacked by, like, the military and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, it's a very... Like, it, I was it, very it, it, confused. This part is probably one of the only moments that I, I got generally confused. I was like, wait, what's going on? And basically, they yeah. get declared as, like, these international terrorists. Yeah, which, of course, then we realized it was all a ploy by Millennium. Mm-hmm. Um, but Alucard goes to fucking town on some of these soldiers. Like, it's, Oh, my God, Chris. They, dude, it's so bad. <laughs> So bad. I mean, they fucked with the wrong guy. Uh, Next thing you know, he's got bodies hanging off of poles outside of the building. Um, And basically, there's like a... I wouldn't even really call it a standoff. There's just a lot of soldiers outside. And and we're we're introduced to uh, our first officer from, like, Millennium, who is uh, Mm -hmm. Tubalkine Alhambra. Yeah, he's like a... I don't know what he is. Like I guess he's human. Yeah, but he's the uh, he's the fucking the fucking dandy man. Yeah, he's got all these cards and he's talking to the big... dandy man. Can. <laughs> yeah, he's talking all this big game and of course, Chris, this guy. Dude, just, he, he gets once fucking again, hosed. Man, <laughs> like, one, like, because like he's actually like a really cool character and like a cool villain. And he's talking so much shit and he's like, Alucard can't beat me. But then like Alucard fucking actually squares up and. This guy goes from being hot shit, just like the Valentine boy, to just just 
quivering and crying for his mama. And like the the part that the part that was so gruesome to me is when they uh he's got the cards that Alucard's going to do the, you know his little full finger chop like through the through the gut and their hands meet and like he splits through his fingers and like splits his arm up the middle and I was like Gah! oh yeah man. it was so <clears throat> gross but so yeah. cool. Yeah, it was definitely a very gruesome. Oh, he very... also kicked his fucking leg. I don't know if you saw that. He broke his goddamn leg first. Oh yeah, he. I mean, he beats the shit out of him. Oh, he, he's dead. He's just fucking dead. Yeah, the 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 arm cut was. I I'd actually just watched some of the Saw movies recently, mm-hmm. and so that there's a scene like that in one of the Saw movies. So it really reminded me of that. Obviously, it's a lot easier to watch when it's just an anime. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, Alucard just hoses the shit out of this guy, and then. Uh, he drinks the dude's blood, and it basically it kind of just gives him all the information. So it's kind of a neat little thing where yeah. he can just drink these guys' blood and get all the information basically from them. I like that how it's, it's like it's all just kind of embedded in their DNA. I thought that was really really cool. Yeah, it kind of just adds another little layer to it. Um, and so he basically gets a bunch of information on Millennium and their their plans basically, um, which obviously we're going to see unfold quite a bit over these next two episodes. Yeah, because um, cause this is where, I, I can't remember if it's the end of that last episode, or it might have been the end of episode two, where we see the, uh, we see silhouettes of pretty much the major player in the background here. I think that's at the end of this episode. Um, yeah, yeah, at the very end of each episode, um, I think it's episode two, actually, where we mm-hmm. first see, like, the silhouette of, like, the major of, like, the Nazis. Yeah, um, and we kind of we kind of just get brief little snippets of like the generals and like like you said they're like silhouettes almost. Um, mm-hmm. So you know there's clearly something more going on in the background than just these, you know these mediocre little villains that Alucard's just tearing through. No, absolutely. And this uh, this next episode, man, like shit, shit, this is where shit really starts to hit the fan because now like they're meeting with the queen, uh, like it's pretty much the queen of England. Mm-hmm. Um. And they're quickly interrupted by uh, a really neat character called Schrodinger, who uh, pretty much a messenger from the major. And this is the first time we had the majors like revealed to the to the to our heroes here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like how more or less Iscariot and Helsing are kind of working together in a sense. Um, that because you get. And again, I was watching it in subtitles, so I had to do a lot of reading and watching. And I'm not good. I'm not good at multitasking, but because I can't remember, is the the museum issue is in this episode, correct? Where they have the little scrap in the museum, or is that in episode five? No, it's in this. Oh, it's got to be in this episode. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's basically where they meet the queen. Um, yes, that's right. That's right. Um, and which I thought was a really cool moment that, um, like Alucard and pretty much is there and like he doesn't like the people from a skin okay that's right because this is where uh integra meets up with uh enrico um kind of not so much for the first time but the, the, you start they start talking about like collaborating with the nazis you know 50 years ago and how you know they don't like each other and how you know they're you know they start talking about how you know they start getting very religiously fanatical you know as they often do and Alucard shows up and is like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and fucking kill you. Because he says something to Alucard. And Alucard's like, I'm not going to let that go. He calls him something. Yeah, I can't remember what he says. But, like, you can definitely tell there's, like, a history between these two groups and, like, this Nazi yeah. millennium organization. As well as, like, Alucard and the Queen. They, like, Alucard, mm-hmm. like, greets her. And, like, she, like, 
like they know each other like by name like they're there there's mm-hmm. some history here yeah and um, what i love about the whole museum thing is of course you know alicard's ready to throw down and alexander anderson just from the top rope is like uh-uh nah dude I, now, now i'm here to fuck let's go ahead and do this but we get a, a fun little distraction and again with some of that animation you were talking about with the Saris bringing like a tour group of old people to that particular exhibit, like right between them. Yeah. And like her and Walter are like, yeah. One, thank one, God. Another one of like the brief moments of like awkward comedy that that one is probably like the best of the bunch. Well, it's the only one that makes sense. Right. Cause you know, those two are ready to fucking kill each other, but like Saris and Walter see the bigger picture and they're like, mm, we need to stop this from happening. Right. You know, we don't, a, cause they don't want anybody dying. First of all, um, and second of all, like now's not really the time and place for it. And this is where like you see kind of that flip side of Alexander Anderson. He's like he's like seething because you know he's pretty much told to you know return to return to headquarters um, by Enrico, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he's like seething, and he like turns around and says, "This is a lovely museum. We should bring the orphans here next time, or bring <laughs> the kids here next time." And then he just like walks off, just still seething, pissed. Like it's like this guy's a fucking sociopath, and I love it. Yep, and then, like you said, we get inter, 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 excuse me, interrupted by uh, this character Schrodinger, who has like mm-hmm. this—I guess you call it like a some kind of satellite, like TV screen thing—with mm-hmm. this this major of this Nazi army, um, and mm-hmm. he is just as evil as you can imagine. I mean, he's just like mm-hmm. just evil, basically, he, and he wants to SS Nazi guy. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. When you say Nazi, like you know, you get, you know what you're, you know what you're getting. Um, and he, yeah, but he's like former SS, which is like the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. And uh, he basically wants to wage war on England. Um, yeah, because that's what he loves. And you find out throughout like this episode and the next one that it's that's what he does, man. He just loves war. He loves everything about war. He wants war to continue. He wants to after one war's done, he wants another one to start. Um, and he he talks about like he says something to Al. He's like specifically interested in Alucard um, after he's done talking, and Alucard just blows fucking Schrodinger away. Mm-hmm. Seemingly, I should say. Yeah, I'm not. That was another thing, and I guess we'll get to that. Um, I don't understand exactly what Schrodinger is. I'm guessing just another vampire. Um, yeah, some kind of vampire cat thing. It's a very anime character, you know what I mean? I right. feel like they have to have that in there just to kind of break the break the the heaviness of what's happening. Yeah, and basically they're, they, they're basically trying to figure out what to do next to deal with this Millennium Group. Um, and then we kind of flash over to this, like, aircraft carrier, Chris. Yeah, and it is about to be under siege, sir. Yeah, Millennium is planning on hijacking this, and... Um, we get introduced to, I believe it, this it's this episode where we get introduced to Rip Van Winkle. Yeah, the uh, what do they call they? They call her something else too. Um, they call her Rip Van Winkle. They call her something else. Um, shit, I don't remember. But yeah, Rip Van Winkle's the big one. I'm trying but, to find uh, like the other name for her. I can't remember it, what her other um, little basically title is. she just uh, she's, she's she has like this giant gun like yeah this I don't, weird like musket yeah I don't even know what to even describe it as I know earlier before the podcast I think you called it like a saxophone gun or something yeah like, it's like a saxophone musket 
gun guitar thing. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. like it's it's a very just outrageous looking gun. Um Yeah. And you could tell she's basically like the big bad of of oh, this yeah. episode. She's, she's the next villain to come across. Yeah, the next one but, to just get her ass whooped, basically. Yeah, and they pretty much they want to use because this is like the flagship of I guess whatever these allied forces are of the United Kingdom, whatever whatever this ally group is that's waging war against uh, Millennium or is defending themselves against Millennium. This is that flagship, um, and they pretty much take it over and they're going to work. They're going to take this uh, aircraft carrier towards England. Meanwhile, and also we see um, we see like the air the air carrier i guess the, the airship the blimp that the uh the major has yeah it's almost like a zeppelin mm-hmm. um, um yeah and you get to see like all of he has a gigantic army of vampires already like already like a thousand i want to say is what he says yep um so clearly he is preparing for an all-out war and this is just like some of the first steps you know obviously he sent out the valentine brothers and then the incident mm-hmm. in Brazil, and then now this—they've um, taken over this, this eagle hair, or it's called the eagle. It's a, basically just an aircraft carrier, like we said. Um, and so, basically, Integra and the crew—they basically decide to send out Alucard. Um, yep. And not by any ordinary means. They're not going to go by a regular boat, Chris. They send out an SR seventy-one. Dude, man, I was like, this motherfucker's a fighter pilot too. I'm like, dude, Alucard does it all in this one. Yeah, holy shit! Because I saw they were doing like the air attack, and I'm like, I was like, is Alucard flying a fucking plane? Yeah, they sure as shit is. Yeah, at first you see like a couple like fighter pilots go out and try to like, you know, try to try to take try to control the situation, um, and Rip Van Winkle just shoots them all down, and uh, you get to see like when she shoots this gun, like the bullets, she can basically like control them. Like, she shoots one bullet and just rips through all these different planes, and, like... Mm-hmm. So she's clearly got, like... I, I think Integra just calls them magic bullets. Um, yeah. And not, like, the blender that, you know, makes nice smoothies we're talking about, like... <laughs> That's right. Taking out fire. We're talking <laughs> about, like, JFK magic bullets. <laughs> and uh, I shouldn't laugh at that. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, so Integra sends Alucard. He's basically aboard this SR-71. Mm-hmm. And uh, he basically just nosedives it right onto the ship... And mm-hmm. just lays waste, Chris. And um, we have once again we have another episode where this, this she thinks she's hot shit. Yeah, and it so he, Alucard squares up, and he kind of makes it seem like she's got the upper hand at one point, even. And then <laughs> he's like, "Nah, I'm just playing." Yeah, just kidding. And then he like stabs her, like, oh, I, with I, the gun, with the fucking yeah. gun, stabs her with her own gun, like. The ultimate disrespect. He's like holding, dude. He he has way more transformations in this one too. Like he's got like yeah, all these arms coming episode, out of him, like holding her up. This episode is where he gets like the the restrictions let off or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's being held back like he was in the last series. Like yeah, he pretty much just goes all out whenever he wants to, and mm-hmm. I'm all for yeah, that. He basically. lets this bitch at it. Yeah, I mean, he drinks her blood. Obviously, gets more information out of her that way. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, basically takes out, takes over this ship, um, mm-hmm. killing all these ghouls that Rip Van Winkle brought with her, of course. And then uh, we kind of get to see some more of like the major um, after mm-hmm. after Alucard kind of takes over the ship and kind of controls the situation. 
Yeah. Oh, what was so cool? I I really like this scene because when when she's dying, it, it when when she's being killed by Alucard, like it goes back to the major and like all of like all of like the Nazis and the other vampires are like celebrating her death right there, like Seagull and you know Lieutenant, you know, like they're they're like cheering her life. It's so fucking weird. They're like you know almost like they're celebrating like her sacrifice. Yeah, it's definitely a, a very strange scene, and like you get to mm. see like just. Like the insanity of this group. Um, yep, and you see some other characters that are clearly going to be villains, like the one with the she's got like the writing on her face and like the big scythe. The, you're like, that's going to be a villain later. Oh yeah, you can you can clearly point out like the next couple like mini bosses <laughs> out of this yeah, bunch. Absolutely. Um, and really, like they're basically on their move to London. Um, they're, they're, mm-hmm. They they want to cause another war, and they've got three of these. Like I said before, like a zeppelin or like a blimp, whatever you want to call it. Um, just full of vampire soldiers and like they are planning to like start this war and just cause as much chaos as they basically can. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much, I think we get a, a scene of like Alucard, like basically just having this like crazy, like maniacal laugh. And then that's pretty much all there is to this episode really. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're basically on their way to, to cause this war, Chris and um, episode five. Oh yeah. They really start laying waste to really all of London. I mean, they're taking out. Oh my god! All any place you'd want to go to go sightseeing, just completely oh, destroyed. Yeah, dude. They fucking yeah. This last episode is, you know, it's all action, and like you're you're seeing like and and there's a lot of like really cool sacrifices. Like they've pretty much laid siege to the entire city of London. Um, people getting murdered in the streets and being turned into ghouls. Um, like I guess the 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 command center of these allied forces. Um, the uh, the leader, what's his name, Pin uh, Pinwood, who was like an old friend of the Helsing family. Like he he knows that him and whoever's whoever's in there with him are pretty much going to be killed when they come storming that command center. But like he pretty much fights him off and he's got the explosion to blow up the building. Like it's just, it's one of those like real crazy, like this is the turning point where the bad guys definitely have the upper hand here, but the, our heroes are not going down without a fight. Yeah. And like, like, like you said, there's Pinwood and I should mention Pinwood earlier. Cause he is actually like one of the members of the round table. Um, yeah. when like the Valentine brothers came and attacked, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's almost like he's the he's the one in charge of the like of all the military forces. He's because he's like an admiral or something like that. Yeah, and he clearly has this history with like the Helsing family, and we get to see a little bit of a flashback of that. But, yeah, when she's like when Integra is a kid. Yeah, and basically, so like she goes and meets with this this group, and um, she's basically like, "Look, you got to get out of here because like <laughs> like shit's hitting the fan. They're attacking all over London, destroying like mm-hmm. the London Tower, just." like anything and everything they can destroy and they're dropping all these vampire soldiers and meanwhile they're sent they sent the the one like evil vampire with all the like tattoos on his or her face yep i I don't remember the name of that one um but they don't either i don't think they even said it yet yeah the major's basically like all right you go and you take you head to the helsing like manor basically Mm -hmm. um and like you said so integra attempts to get out of there of course, Penwood and like his guys, they all want to stay behind and like kind of go down with the ship, really. Um, mm-hmm. 
and we see like like you said there's a group of vampires that bar- burst in and of course he's got the c4 and everything and he's like oh lady integra it's been a pleasure working with you basically and uh yep he sac- they, they sacrifice themselves um which takes out a good chunk but i mean compared to what's happening on the streets i mean they are killing every civilian turning them on the ghouls and while they're, um, of course, Walter is, you know, speed ra- speed racing through the streets trying to get Integra back to the um, back to the the Helsing Manor. And of course, they're like they're like the majors like she's on the move. We need to get her now before she gets back to her her, her base. Um, and this is where I guess I, I don't remember why, but Walter stops the car. Yeah, we see like an explosion. Like there's like a big fire. Oh, that's right. There's like a big fire happening in front of him, and it seems like Walter can sense like somebody's there. Like, yep. and he kind of hops out, and he's like, "Integra, you you take the wheel, and you you turn around, and you don't look back." <laughs> yep. Because um, he can sense that there's a powerful character um, who, at this point, we just know is the captain. Yep. Um, and he just has like the Nazi uniform on. Like he he's that anime character where half of his face is hidden by the giant collar of his his uniform, and he's got the hat on. All you can see is, like, a bang of hair and, like, an eye. You know, he's one of those guys. Yeah, and so Integra takes off, and basically they these two square off, and there's clearly a history with these two. Um, yeah, well, and one of the things that should be known is, um, and I don't think we covered it, but uh, Walter and Alucard are the two that supposedly defeated the Millennium Organization after World War II. I'm glad you, so, I'm glad you brought that up, yeah. Yeah, like because that's that's where you know that was one of the things that Alucard and Walter had kind of talked a lot about. They're like, yeah, remember it was us that uh, that took them out, and I guess the captain is a character because um because Walter goes to use his little like piano wire glove things, and the the captain just like catches it, and he's like crunching, and his hands are bleeding, but he's like holding it in his hands, um, and that's really the last we see of Walter after they have a little bit of dialogue because Walter recognizes who this is. Yeah, he's like, I, knew, I I thought that was you or something like that. Yep, and, and that's all we see of Walter in this first half. Yeah, and then we flash back to Integra. and um, Oh, my God. Cody, this is my favorite part. Chris, she's getting chased. These are the fastest vampires, by the way. <laughs> They're hauling ass. Because when they realize that they've got Walter, uh, the Major gets on the line and is like, she's by herself. You know, and like pretty much diverts everybody to go get her. And they're hauling ass down the street. Yeah, and they like, basically yeah, like, they, like Naruto running down yeah, the street. I was gonna say Naruto running, and uh, eventually they they catch up to her and like the car. She has to like kind of crash the car, and she's cornered oh, in basically. I mean, she's just got guns out. She's got her sword. She's ready to fucking go down. She's ready to go down fighting in Cody. Cody, you know, we think at this point. I, I, at this point, I'm thinking one of two things is going to happen. One, she's just going to get captured because they said to capture her, not kill her. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking they're going to capture her, or Alucard's going to swoop in and save the day. Yeah, because we haven't seen Alucard because he's still stuck on this. The eagle. yeah on the on the on the ship. Yeah, yeah. and of course we Chris, get option three, Cody. That's right. I'll, I'll, I'll let you take this one because this is your. Oh boy. my god, dude! We see just all these fucking bayonets just coming out of the sky, and Cody, I jumped out of my fucking chair because I was not expecting my man Paladin Alexander Anderson coming to the fucking rescue and it wasn't it wasn't just him he brought the squad with him he brought these two clearly like named Iscariot uh, officers one's like a nun with a ninja sword nuns with ninja swords I'm in I'm so fucking in yeah, and can. just another guy with like glasses and like normal priest garb so and he's got like guns 
But yeah, these are clearly going to be like named characters. Um, absolutely. And, and then only, there's not, just like, yeah, he's got the whole Iscariot like army with him. Dude, yeah, they're all like, it's like it's like priests with like bulletproof vests on. It's so neat, and he's it, it's so cool because like he's not really here to help. He's pretty much like he goes on this really crazy like diatribe, um, just about like how. I guess he, I'm trying to remember what he was saying. Pretty much like how the Helsing organization, they're heretics. We're like the divine, you know, instrument of God. Everybody's like saying Amen after everything he says. And pretty much where where what it boils down to is he's like nobody's going to take out the Helsing organization but us. It is our duty to crush them, but beneath our righteousness or something like that. And they just go ahead and lay waste to all of these fucking vampires. Oh yeah, man! It is it is an awesome scene. It's cool oh, to see like God. they can put this rivalry to the side for now, just because like they want to defeat the Helsing organization more than the next yep. guy. <laughs> They're like, no. Oh my God! If anybody's gonna stop these guys, it's gonna be us. And dude, they just lay waste. Dude, so great. And I, I again, it just goes back to just how like how much I love this character because again, I was not expecting Anderson off the top rope again, and I I cannot wait to see what else he does um, in this series. Uh, Cause I am absolutely loving ultimate and we have, and you know, we're kind of hitting the broad strokes. There were a couple little weird things like throughout the show, uh, throughout these first five episodes, like uh, the essence of everybody's guns, like hell, like hell cannon has this weird guy that Saris is seeing. And Alucard has this weird meeting with Jackal Willis. Like, I don't know what any of this shit was. Yeah, that's the stuff that I'm just like, you know what, whatever. I don't even, like, the Bruce Willis stuff with his gun, I was like, okay, that's, I I get what they're, like, they have, like, these awkward comedy moments, and, like, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't fit very well. Um, But overall, I mean, dude, this show is just something incredible. Yeah, Um, and and that's pretty much how it ends, but there is an after-credit scene, Cody. I'm pretty sure I watched it, because they start talking about, like, they made a lot of pop culture references in here. Like they made the one Star Wars reference um, when they were looking up Millennium. Um, mm-hmm. Like in the, they were looking at Millennium, they were like uh, Star Wars, and she was like Star Wars. Integra was like Star Wars. What's that? And he's like, oh, the name of Han Solo's ship, the Millennium Falcon. She's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, there's like a, a ton of pop culture references just randomly. Like the, like when Alucard's talking with like the spirit of his gun, we see all these Bruce Willis movies where he's talking about like, oh yeah, you see like scenes of like the Fifth Element, and the Sixth Sense, and I mean just all kinds of stuff's going on, and it, and it doesn't really fit very well. Um, and then, of course, we get the Sergeant Slaughter inverted suplex all about it. reference at the end. He talks about Macho Man, and I'm like, all right, I don't, yeah. I don't know what's going on here with these like comedy dream moments. Um, but basically, but the point of this is Alucard basically uses his vampire powers to steer this eagle ship, um, the aircraft carrier that he's on, towards the back. Hey, well, it's funny you said that because in the uh, in the in the um, in the subtitled version. They talk about Alucard using the sleeper hold, like um, I'm, I'm trying to remember the Japanese because they mentioned Japanese wrestlers. Oh, really? Yeah. See, see, in the English version, they said sergeants. They said Sergeant Slaughter, like landing an inverted suplex, or like Macho Man landing an elbow drop, or something. I'm like, wait a minute, what am I, what am I watching anymore? <laughs> uh, but it, it, I mean, it, it's just like a weird little comedy. Well, and moment. then they mentioned, uh, they also mentioned. Um, 
the the great Muda doing a moonsault. So like, you know, I don't know if you remember who the great Muda was. You might be a little too young, but he was like one of Sting's like big enemies like for a while. He was mm-hmm. from Japan, so they mentioned the great Muda as well. So yeah, I guess depending on how you watched it, you got like um like two pretty like popular um wrestling references there because then they have like that weird scene with like Integra doing like the elbow drop on the Alucard. Yeah, and he's got like a steel chair in his hand. I'm like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, <laughs> but I loved it. Yeah, any wrestling references we get. Are oh, I'm great. all about it. Um, but yeah, basically he's he's uses his powers to steal steer, excuse me, the ship towards the battlefield in London. And oh yeah, because he Alucard's ready to come fuck up some Nazis. And that is where episode five ends, Chris. Which is where oh, we're gonna man. we're gonna end our coverage this week. Dude, I'm I'm so in. I'm so in so far. Like I love the pacing. I love how. Pretty much after the first two episodes, this is all new shit. Yeah, yeah. With with the minor exception of like them rebuilding their manpower at the housing organization, everything we've seen now is just it's all new and it's so much better. God, yeah, it's, it's so, so much better. And we're building up like this crazy maniacal Nazi leader guy. Like, dude, I love the villains. Like, that's the thing, man. Like, and I don't care if maybe Incognito somewhere at the end. I, I hope he's like the ultimate culmination of like Nazi vampirism. But for now, I love the fact that we've got a clear cut villain who has a, an army of mini bosses and then like an even bigger army of just random goon vampires. And like, this guy's fucking sick. And you want him to die so bad for no other reason other than he's a fucking Nazi. Yeah, and I mean, they're building, they've been building him up with, like, silhouettes in, like, the end of the first and the second episode, and then, like, the third episode, you see his first general, and, like, you see how crazy this guy is, and, like, they're just, like, it's just perfect, honestly, like, the show is just incredible. Yeah, and I'm I'm mad that I haven't seen it up till now, but I'm really, really glad I'm watching it. It is, it is a, this is a can't-miss anime. Absolutely, yeah. I, I've been beating myself up. I'm like, man, like as soon as I watched the first episode, I was already messaging you. Like, oh, absolutely. I'm like, I'm five minutes in, and this is already better. Like, <laughs> oh, it's ex- exponentially better. And like I said, I just love the little things, just how, you know, how 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 just how much they underestimate Alucard, and how like we really like, nobody can really see it. us, the watcher, or us, the viewer, and like the enemy. They don't know how powerful he is. But I also like how they kind of run that they run that parallel with Alexander Anderson. We don't know how powerful he is either because like they make it seem like he's just like because they, they talk about the organizations having their trump card and they're like Alexander Anderson is a scary it's ace in the hole like this guy's a monster but also like he's like Alucard. You know what I mean? Like I love how they they take these two parallel characters and clearly rivals but they're like they don't really explain or how just tell you how powerful they actually are and it seems like they're only going to get stronger and do more wacky shit as this goes on so i am so fucking ready for more yeah i'm definitely excited i hope to see them like work together a little bit and then i hope to see them like clash at some point again i mean oh yeah i'm sure i mean the show can only get better from here honestly absolutely it is just so good and it's just all gas like yeah, it is all gas, and like they, they, I love how like they they give you story, but they do it in such a way that does not affect the pacing at all. You're like, like again, like the very first episode, you get kind of the intro of how Integra and Alucard met, or how they met, and then you get like uh, that real quick. I'm trying. We, we literally just talked about it. How they um, 
Fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. So that natty rush is getting to you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the tip of my tongue, but like they, they gave us more backstory and told us what we needed to know in like the first 15 minutes of the first episode. I'm like, I'm in. It can only go forward from here. <clears throat> yeah, man. I'm, I am all, I am just all in on this show. Yeah. Like you said. Absolutely. We're going to be covering, obviously, the next five episodes in this coming week. Um, but yeah, man, yeah, I'm, and I guess uh, I guess we got to get uh, some nominees out for what we're going to do next, don't we, Cody? We do, Chris. And I was trying to, I'm actually looking on my phone right now because I need to think of some movies. Because uh, I, mm-hmm. I guess we'll do a movie um, to kind of bridge yeah. the gap between this and whatever series we do next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 100% down with a movie. Um, so do you have any picks I know I have my first pick. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have, uh, for the one I've seen, I want to take us back to the 80s again. I want to do Project ACO. Okay. He said that that's the one you've seen, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's, it's on it's on Amazon. Okay. And for the one I have seen, I'm going to go with Ponyo. Uh, okay. Just, just your standard Studio Ghibli. Uh, it's kind of like a, I think they call it a retelling of like the original Little Mermaid is what it technically is. Um, it's very obviously much different than like the little mermaid that most of us know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's one of the more one, how do I put it? It's a studio Ghibli movie that some people really love and some people don't really like too much. Um, but mm-hmm. it's one of my personal favorites. Um, so that's what I'm going to go with for the pick that I have seen. Okay. Okay. Um, now for, let's see. For a movie I haven't seen, this is going to be a little tougher, but I kind of want to go with, I mean, I feel like I should, just to make it so like a Ghibli movie doesn't run away with it, I want to pick Mary and the Witch's Flower. Okay. You've never seen that? I've never seen it. Ooh, okay. Um, And I've actually, I actually saw that in theaters. I think I saw it twice might have been that's awesome yeah i've never seen that one i've that's like a rare uh, a rare miss i've i've never even heard of that one until i saw it on netflix maybe maybe it just slipped through the cracks it's pretty good i think it pays a little bit too much homage to the studio ghibli movies um Mm -hmm. where it's almost like i don't want to call it a ripoff because it's kind of like made by mostly Mm -hmm. the same studio and a lot of the same people but like Mm -hmm. it almost seems that way um but for my nomination i'm actually going to go with one and i hope I don't think there's a series that goes with it. I think it's just mm-hmm. a movie. Uh, but you had mm-hmm. actually mentioned it before. It's Jinro, mm-hmm. the Wolf Brigade. Yes! Oh my god, yes. I hope that wins. I hope so that I'm, wins so I'm going to go with that. Because I added it to my Amazon watch list. And it's kind of just it's been something. so good. Yeah, it's kind of just been something that I haven't been able to. I don't want to check I, I almost want to just call an audible and say we're going to watch that. But you know what? we got to let the people decide. decide. We've got to let the people decide. That's right, Chris. And uh, if you guys want to decide, you guys can vote for whichever pick you want to win. Please vote for Jinro. It's so good. That's so a, good. Yeah, so we got Jinro, The Wolf Brigade, Ponyo, Mary and the Witch's Flower, and Project Ico? Ico? Uh, it's Project Aiko. A-K-O. A-K-O. Also on Amazon. Okay. So we got what? two Amazon, one Netflix, mm-hmm. one HBO. So Yeah, there we go. Boom, all, your, all your favorite streaming services. Um, Absolutely. And if you guys want to vote for those, you guys can go to our Twitter or our Facebook page, which is at Shonen and Suds. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we're having some technical difficulties with the YouTube side of things, um, and I'm going to try and get that figured out this week. 
Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get in the lab and figure out what's going on. That's right. So if you guys want to follow along, go to those two socials, or you can go to our Podbean account and uh, drop us a follow there. Obviously, that's where our, all our episodes get hosted and posted and all that stuff. Please do. We can't do it without you. Uh, but yeah, Chris, that's that's all I got for this episode, man. I'm just I'm just ready to get back into more health. I am too, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to jump into episode six and just uh, you know, right, see what happens, man. See how these Nazis fucking get theirs. Yep. And uh, but yeah, guys, that's all I got. I'm Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. Thank you as always, 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 always for listening. See ya.